Hello, this is Work From Home, the podcast helping you to stay connected, productive and sane while working remotely. I'm Ryan and today I have one last nostalgic treat before we take a break from the podcast workshop and stuff ourselves with mince pies and Christmas movies. This episode comes from the not too distant past of October and is dedicated to all the nomads out there who can't wait to start traveling again in 2021. So get your coziest Christmas jumper on, pour yourself an eggnog and relax as Harry and Ot Vatter talk you through how to work abroad in Estonia with its e-residency and nomad visa programs. The mic is yours, Harry. So I started off by asking Ot, what is the e-residency program and what is the digital nomad visa? So e-residency, just to clarify, is, is completely virtual. This just allows you to, to uh, manage or create and manage a company without the need of you being in, in Estonia particularly. But you can have an access to EU market through your Estonian or EU company. Now, we have also anticipated the need through this e-residency customers and e-residency interviews uh, for these freelancers to have a legal way of working remotely. Because if you look at the legislation, currently, most of the countries don't allow or, you know, legally speaking, if you're on vacation in, in Indonesia and you open up your computer, that legally speaking is already working. And usually we are there with a tourist holiday visa. So technically it's illegal <laughs> and, and no country has, has ever kind of addressed that. We just, you know, turn a blind eye. So through these interviews, we understood that uh, that e-residents would like to have this kind of official way of remote working and, and uh Estonia aims to solve that kind of problem. So we have created something called the uh, Digital Nomad Visa or uh, Remote Workers Visa visa program. And it's basically a D-type visa, which means that it's, it's a working visa. This will allow you to stay in the Schengen zone uh, for up to 12 months. And the requirements are that you are either a freelancer and you can prove that you have multiple you know, customers in, in different geographies or different locations and, and you're working for them. Or you're working for uh, an overseas company or, or, or a corporation, but you're working remotely and uh, you, you, you are expected to prove this status and you're expected to prove that you have a certain kind of income that you can get by in the in the schengen zone but that's exactly this kind of type of visa that you asked for so we have quite a a, a kind of um a lot of listeners from the uk you know what about brexit what does what does this do does this impact anything what what are the kind of what are the effects there so brexit for us has been um a good example how to explain the estonian e-residency program or to explain the benefits of it because uh People really, you know, they understand what Brexit means because it's, it's quite evident that you no longer are a part of the European Union and thus you don't have, you know, similar rights or access to similar kinds of benefits that you did before. Um, and these include physical ones, it includes virtual ones. And for us, it has been a good way of actually explaining what you are about to lose or what you can gain potentially. So I'll, I'll, bring, you, I'll bring you one example. Academics or scientists who have participated uh, formally uh, in EU grants for the, for example, a Horizon 2020 program or, or, or whatever. And uh, as soon as the news came that you are about to leave and the decision was, was, so to say, made, they were no longer, so UK academics were no longer suitable for the grants, which means that uh, a big part of their work actually became much, much more difficult. 
So what quite a lot of people did was create these kind of companies through e-residency to Estonia and then apply for the grants through the Estonian company that's still under EU jurisdiction. So that is just one example of how you can you can still remain in the EU through a digital identity. One thing I do wonder, so it, obviously this is this is an e-residency visa, this is designed for people that might sort of want to be nomadic and, and move from place to place. However, like this is undoubtedly brought focus and attention, at least within the freelance and startup communities to the country of Estonia. Has this kind of resulted in, a, in, a, in, in a, maybe a population boom is an unfair description, but has, has it has it resulted in, in sort of an increase in uh, attention as, as a, of Estonia as a place to, to live? Attention, most definitely. And we see, so we, today we have more than 70,000 e-residents. These are the virtual, virtual citizens, as we, we call them, who have created more than 14,000 companies to Estonia and, and contributed to the economy greatly. And we see, we see more and more of them actually interested in, in coming here, you know, maybe not the first time to move here, but at least, you know, coming and, and seeing what, uh, what we have to offer. I think the most interesting example would be Japanese people who, who at some point, you know, they were coming into our office and, and saying that, hey, I wanted to check out if e-Estonia is a real place. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or or what, what is this virtual country that everybody keeps talking about? Right? That's so cool. And that's the idea where we based the, the kind of remote working visa upon, that you would have a possibility to come in Estonia, you know, spend three months, six months uh, here and, and remote do some remote work. And, and perhaps even if you're not moving or deciding to move here for years, maybe you will tell a friend that you love the experience here and they will come here for, for some time. Because in Estonia's case, we are very small. We are just 1.3 million people and quite in the dark corners of the world in the sense that the winters can get quite depressing and, and, and heavy. So we need more lighthearted people and, and entrepreneurs to, to make our lives a bit more fun. That's amazing. That's awesome. So I, I guess the, the question I need to ask is, is how, how do we apply? How, how, what's the process like? Um, what details do you require and, uh, and how long does it take? Very good question. Everything is online, of course, <laughs> as it's e-Estonia, uh, with the exception that to get the e-residency status after you have applied, you have to go to one of the Estonian embassies and meet the representative of a government who will actually look at your passport and say that, Harry, you are who you claim to be. So that's the kind of the security step of the... Um, okay, so it can't be 100% virtual. You need to know that there's a real human being here with a passport. Yes, because we are giving you the access uh, to our kind of digital services. And, and that comes with a certain responsibility that uh, we would like to you know, understand that you have good intentions and, and we would like to welcome you to our community. But the application is online. It's apply.gov.ee. And uh, it takes about two weeks uh, to get an answer from the Estonian um, authorities. There is a security check that you have to go through, pay uh, a state fee of 120 euros, and then go to the embassy to collect the card. And then uh, Estonia is your oyster. Wow. And, and how long does that, is that sort of an indefinite uh, visa or does it last for a specific uh, duration and you have to renew it or what's the situation so around the that? So the e-residency, and we can't call it a visa because the e-residency is a digital identity. Yeah. It's, it's kind of your virtual, imagine this as your virtual passport, but you can't travel with it. So it's, it's kind of that we say, Harry, you are who you claim to be online. And with that, you can now access our services and the main service is actually company creation to Estonia. 
Now, the second part that I was telling you about is the digital nomad visa, or the remote workers visa. And that is a physical kind of visa into our Schengen zone or EU zone, which, uh, which uh, is uh, up to 12 months. The e-residency is valid uh, five years. So I hope you enjoyed that one. If you're considering becoming a digital nomad and working from around the globe uh, remotely, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Let us know what, you're, what you have planned, what you're scheming for when lockdown finally eases and we can travel more freely. Uh, if you did enjoy this episode, I would love it if you could share it with at least one person that you think would also get value from this information and learning about how they can uh, work remotely from locations other than their spare room. You can find more information as ever at wfhpodcast.com. Thanks very much for listening.